Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. While you remain standing, I want to read two verses in the book of Jude. Book of Jude being only one chapter. Two verses in the book of Jude. Verse 22. And of some have compassion, making a difference. And on others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Amen. And I'm not going to share my title right now. I'm going to share it just in a little bit. Amen. But as you're seated, let's just give him one more praise. Thank you, Lord. God, so much for all your goodness. And we thank you for your word that's forever settled. And God, bless it to our ears. Bless it to our minds. Bless it to our hearts. Bless it to our souls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, when before we came to the Lord, before we came to an understanding of the Lord, before we came to believing in God, we were living in this world, amen, according to how you know our parents raised us, according to how society was, according to this or that. We were just kind of going with the flow of the world. Amen. And I remember my first 21 years uh, of, of life uh, because I didn't come to the Lord until I was 21. I remember those, those, uh, those uh, teenage years and those early adult years before I gave my heart to God. Amen. I was just, uh, you know, doing my own thing. I was living according to what I wanted to do. Amen. It wasn't anybody else. It was me. Amen. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I was just going about because that's all I knew. Amen. I didn't know anything different. It was just what what I felt to do. Praise God. And and, uh, you know, you just go and do, you, you party with your friends and you do this, uh, amen. And, you know, some people, you know, were worse than others uh, in what they, their actions and how they treated other people, amen. But uh, it's all in our lives before God. We remember that uh, we weren't even really thinking about God. God wasn't in our in our minds and, and we weren't realizing, we didn't even know that this world was under Amen. Uh, a spirit. Uh, amen. An enemy that was trying to control it and trying to control us. And even though, amen, maybe people weren't, some people aren't, you know, a lot of people aren't worshiping the devil directly. Amen. What they don't understand is when they're not serving God and when they're not following the light of the Lord, amen, they are going the direction that the enemy wants them to go. He has so many directions. He gets people off course. Amen. But I thank God, amen, that when I look back, there were so many times that God tried to reach for me in those 21 years, and I ignored it, or I told him to get lost, amen, uh, these people that were trying to talk to me, amen, about God, I told him I'm not interested, or I don't want nothing to do with it, or whatever, and, you know, hey, appreciate it, but no thanks, that's good for you, or whatever, and uh, I look back, and I see that, that it's, that was true, amen, after the fact, 
Praise God. Amen. But then God got a hold of my heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. And this time I listened. And this time I surrendered. And this time at 21 years old I gave in to the Lord and his spirit. Amen. And was born again and began to walk with him. And all of us have, many of us have similar stories. Amen. When God, amen, when we had a divine intervention. A divine interruption. I'm glad he interrupted me. I didn't need to be going on down the road like I was. A divine intercession and a divine interaction. God got a hold of us. Amen. And we said yes. And we answered the call. And we allowed him to fill us with his spirit. And we went down in the watery grave of baptism. And we repented of our sins. Amen. And now we're on the other side. Amen. Looking at things a whole lot different as we live in this world. And there's only one thing to say. I'm going to get to my title right now in a second here. There's only one thing to say when somebody comes out of darkness into God's marvelous light. There's only one thing to say when someone's brought out of miry clay and their feet are set on the rock of Jesus Christ to stay. There's only one thing to say when someone's pulled from the pits of sin and washed in the precious blood of Jesus. And that one thing is what my title is tonight. Hell lost another one. Amen. When someone comes out of darkness, amen, hell lost another one. Well, praise God. Now, let me clarify what I mean here. When I talk about hell lost another one, I'm not talking about the hell that we read about in the Bible. Amen. That's the final destination of those people that are not saved. Amen. Nobody can come out of there once they go in that place. But what I'm talking about is hell is being the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom, amen, that the devil set up on this earth a long time ago and has tried to capture people and mess with people and deceive people. Amen. Amen. And I love it when they lose one and then another one. Amen. When, the, when they come out of darkness and when they come to a realization and when they give their lives to God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hell lost another one. Everyone win one because we want hell to lose another one. You see, nobody's born saved. Nobody's born perfect. Nobody's born righteous. In fact, the Bible said in Psalm 51.5, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Amen. And we have Adam and Eve to thank for that because, uh, amen, they sinned and their sinful nature was passed down to all of their descendants, including us. Amen. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. Talking about righteousness of God. Romans 3.23 said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why, amen, we need to come out. That's why we want to pray for our loved ones to come out of there. That's why we want to pray for our friends and our neighbors, amen, to, to come out. See, unless you're born into a family that's saved and serving the Lord, I wasn't born into that family, amen. I'm not saying I had a, a bad family. I just said we just didn't go to church. We were, you know, we, we would, you know, we'd move in, we'd move a lot because my dad was in the military. We'd go to a new town and, you know, the local church would find out who's new in town and they would send the little Sunday school bus to pick up the kids. And, you know, I go, yeah, I'll go. You know, I, I go, what's, 
well, you know, I'm almost thinking, like, what's, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to go, and, you know, you're going to get a little treat and, uh, you know, like some Kool-Aid or something and maybe a little toy. I go, okay, I'm going just for the treat and toys, amen, because, you know, I'm a kid, and uh, that's all I really knew about church, amen. But we didn't go to church, amen. But, uh, you know, I had a, a, I had a good upbringing, and, and, you know, good morals instilled in me, praise God, amen. But I wasn't saved, and, and that's not enough. We got it. Good's not good enough. We need to be have the righteous of God in our life. Amen. Amen. So unless you're born into a family that's saved and serving the Lord, even then that everybody has to be saved on their own. No kid can go to heaven on their parents' coattails. If the parents are saved, it doesn't mean automatically the kids are saved. Yeah, the kids will be blessed and the kids will have a covering. Amen. But every one of those kids, when they, get, when they understand right from wrong, they got to come to a decision themselves to give their lives to God. Amen. But if you're not, uh, if somebody wasn't fortunate to let that happen, amen, mostly people are influenced and directed by this world and the spirit of this world and the unseen forces of the enemy of our souls that, that try to direct this darkness and this spirit. Ephesians 2, chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 said, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. That's another, uh, that's another name for Satan. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, verse 3, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of a mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, just as others. But God, amen, that's how I like verse number four. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. Amen. We might have come out of that world, been a part of that world, but we don't have to stay there. That's why we got to say, tell somebody, hey, you don't have to stay there. Hey, that's not a life you have to live the rest of your life. Amen. God's got a better way. Oh, hallelujah. And verse 6, he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world, so we, we see he's the prince of the power of the air, talking about Satan. He's also talked about as the God, little g, God of this world, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Amen. All of us were blind at one time. Amen. But now we see. Now we see. I see things much more clearly on the other side of Calvary, on the other side of the new birth, on the other side of walking with God and hanging around with wonderful folks like you. I see things a lot more clearly. Amen. But when you're in the world and you're of that, it's just all messy and gray and dark and you don't know what's going on. You think, well, this is the way it is. Guess this is the good it's going to get. Nope. Amen. Ever since the fall of Adam and Eve, the kingdom of hell established itself on the earth. Amen. It entrenched itself. It fortified itself and made its business to deceive and wreak havoc, amen, on the human race. 
Amen. One by one, hell's kingdom captured the hearts and minds of people to lead them astray and lead them away from what was good, what was right, and what God intended them to live. Amen. And how to live. Amen. 1 John 5, 19. We know that we are the children of God. I like that first part. We know that we are the children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Amen. That's why I'm saying hell. When hell loses one, it's time to rejoice. Amen. But we got to go after it. We got. It's a fight, praise God. We're fighting the good fight of faith. We're laying hold on eternal life, praise the Lord. Amen. You know, when Jesus, after his baptism, remember the Spirit led him into the wilderness where the devil was waiting for him. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. And, and the first temptation we read about is, you know, talking about, you know, you know, obviously Jesus was starving. Amen. After 40 days of not eating. And the first temptation, the devil says, why don't you make those stones into bread? I know you can do it. And he said, and he just, you know, he backed him way off. And said, you know, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Back off. Amen. And the last temptation that we read about. He took Jesus up into a high mountain. And he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And all the glory of those kingdoms. And the, and the Bible said in Luke 4, 6. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory. For it has been handed over to me. I give it to whomsoever I wish. Now think about what he said. If that was an empty threat or an empty uh, temptation, it wouldn't have been a temptation. If that was a lie, amen. He's, he was, how could he give? How could it belong to him? He said, it was handed over to me. Who handed it over to him? Adam and Eve handed him this world. We read about it. When they fell, Amen, because God said, I give you, Adam and Eve, dominion over the earth, over the animals and over the trees and over every breathing thing. You're in charge of this world. And when they blew it, amen, they, they handed it over. They relinquished their dominion to the enemy, and he was able to build a kingdom on this world to, to mess with people and, and to try to destroy people. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, God wasn't having it. Amen. And God devised a wonderful plan. Amen. All the way back, he devised it before man was even created. When he was making Adam and Eve, he already knew what was going to happen. And he already had in mind, I'm coming to the earth. I'm going to be a man. And I'm going to take care. I'm going to get rid of this kingdom of darkness. I'm going to set up a, a wonderful, perfect, powerful glorious kingdom of God amen. amen so Jesus came amen to destroy he came to die for our sins yes he came to give us an example of how we should be a good human being to other people yes but he also came one of his biggest purposes amen was to destroy the works of the devil and dismantle his kingdom first John 3 8 said the son of God came to destroy the works of of the devil. Jesus came so that those in darkness could see a great light of hope. Colossians 1.13 said, He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Amen. We're in the kingdom of His beloved Son right now. It's called the kingdom of God. It's called the church. It's a bright light. Amen. 
and it is fighting against that dark kingdom. And we are going to win. We are winning. Amen. One soul at a time. Hell lost another one. Jesus came so that the people that are bound and imprisoned by sin could be set free and made free. John 12, 31, Jesus said, now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. He's talking about Satan. He said, I'm taking care of it right now. I'm about to go to the cross. I'm about to resurrect. I'm about to ascend. And I'm about to come back in the Holy Ghost and start a church. Amen. Praise God that will have power over the kingdom that no one nothing had power over that kingdom like the church is going to have power over the kingdom amen and Jesus told us all about it Matthew 16 18 and I tell you you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it praise God Oh, hallelujah. You see, the kingdom of darkness established itself a long time ago. It built its walls. It built its gates. Amen. And the gates of us, any kind of a kingdom, amen, were thought to be, that was the point where they needed to be the strongest. Because if you could get to the gates of any kingdom, it didn't matter how good their walls were. Amen. If those gates were weak, amen, they, some other king could come and take over that city, take over that kingdom. Amen. And so these gates of this kingdom of darkness, praise God, once the church came on this earth, praise the Lord, and we are part of that church today, amen, Jesus said, when the church comes knocking on those gates, when the church comes saying, I want souls from the other side of those gates, I want my loved ones from the other side of those gates, I want my family, I want my, my relationships that are on the other side of those gates, those gates will not hold. Amen. We have the battering ram of the blood and the name and the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. We will bust through those gates. They will not prevail against the church. And we will claim our souls. And we will rejoice by saying, hell lost another one. Amen. And then he said in verse 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He's talking about the church still. So the church has the keys. He had, they have the keys to that gate. They got the keys to the souls. They have the keys to everything. Amen. I give you the keys. What keys are you talking about? Revelation 118. Jesus said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Amen. He's got the keys to the gates of hell. We can bust through. We can get through. We got the keys of salvation. We got the keys to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We got the keys to bring hope and health. Amen. Through the spirit of God to people's lives. And every time hell loses one, heaven rejoices over that one. Amen. 
Praise God. You, you want to say, what is heaven most excited about? Heaven's most excited when hell loses one. Praise God. I've got evidence. Amen. In the book of Luke chapter 15, there's three parables of the lost coin and the lost sheep and the lost prodigal son. And in two of those three, once that parable was over, he said, amen. I'll read it. Amen. In Luke 15, 10, likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents over one sinner who repents changes direction makes a move toward God notice it didn't say he's got to get it all right and get all the ball of wax all at once before heaven will rejoice no amen even if one sinner repents and starts making a move toward God you know what repentance means it means about face I was going this way and now I'm going this way. It's a change of heart, a change of mind, and a change of direction. Amen. The Australian army, they don't say about face. You know, like you know, all of our troops, you know, up, ten, up, 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 and they go, about face. Dun, 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 dun. No, they say, you know what they say in the uh, Australian army? Let's go, up, 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 repent. Repent. They use the word repent to be about face. That just shows you it's a change of direction. It's not just out of bigger talking words. It's more than words. It's my actions. Praise God. And when that happens in one person's life, it doesn't have to be a, a dozen. It doesn't have to be a whole city. Amen. It doesn't have to be a whole family. Just one person make a change in direction. Make a move toward God. Repent of their sins. Start thinking about God. Start asking God. Start trusting Him. Start seeking God. Amen. The, the presence of the angels and God in heaven. There's joy. There's joy. And we got to be, that's got to be what really makes us excited in the church. Amen. Not just having good church services, but there's joy when we see new ones come. There's joy when we see new ones at the altar. There's joy when we see new ones go down in the water of baptism. There's joy when we see new ones seeking God. Hell lost another one. I love it. Praise God. See, Jesus died for all people. His desire is that every single person be saved. 1 Timothy 2, 4, he will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants everybody saved. He came and died for every single person. Amen. And that's why we as a church, and that's where we as a church come in. Amen. We, we are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Amen. To all that are around us, our families first. Amen. Our extended families, our friends. Amen. Our neighbors, our, our co-workers. Amen. The, the, the fellow students, the people we shop around, that where we frequent businesses that work there. We're a light and salt to everybody. We're to be witnesses of the power of God and how he can change our lives. We are to be ambassadors for God and share testimony, amen, that God has done for us with others. Because they might say something about the word of God and dismiss it, but when you give a testimony and you show somebody a picture of the car or, you know, hey, go talk to that guy at the shop, he'll tell you that, that this, is, this shouldn't be happening. Amen. Or the tow truck driver. We got witnesses. 
that, that this should have been way worse. Amen. Amen. You can't argue with that. Hallelujah. We're to be ambassadors for God and share our, and share our testimony with others. One by one, we reach people about the goodness of God. We reach people with his love, his forgiveness, and for his plan for their lives because it's working in our lives and it'll work in their lives. Amen. And one of the greatest things we can do is share the wonderful, life-changing word of God with people. Amen. You know the parable of the sower where Jesus talked about the seed and the seed was thrown on four different kinds of ground and you know, there was stony ground, and there was wayside ground, and there was ground full of thorns, and there was good ground. And the seed didn't do good on the stony ground. It didn't do good on the wayside ground. didn't do good on the ground that had thorns, and, and it did good on the good ground. And even on the good ground, it, it had different yields depending on what type of good ground it was. And, of course, we know that the seed is the word of God, and the ground is the human heart. Praise God. Amen. And even though God wants everybody saved, and even though God died for everybody, amen, sadly, not everybody wants it, praise God, but we still need to be a light to them. We still need to share, amen, as God opens doors because we don't want to stand before God and say, hey, how come you didn't talk to that person? When I told you, I gave you the nudge to talk to him. Amen. Praise God. So not everyone's going to be interested right now. Maybe their heart's hard right now, thorny right now, stony right now, on the wayside right now, and maybe it'll be good later, but still put the word. Yeah, but what if I'm going to waste the word? You never waste the word. Amen. Wow, this is precious seed. Well, I, I know that stony ground. I know that stony ground. I know that's wayside ground. It's just going to bounce off that, that rocky heart. Just throw it out there. Amen. Maybe there's a crack in that heart, you know, like in the sidewalk. Amen. Even weeds will grow good in the sidewalk. You know that because you have to deal with them at home, right? In the driveway. Praise God. Praise God. Put the word out. Amen. Don't regard what kind of heart it is. God will do something now or someday. Amen. But put the word out. But you see, some will be interested and some won't. But we got to do what we can do for the some. Acts 2, 28, verse 24, when Paul preached, the Bible said, some believed the things which were spoken and some believed not. We got to go. We got to talk to the whole crowd. Some aren't going to believe, but some will. And the ones that do and the ones that repent, hell lost them. Amen. We're going to rejoice. We're going to reach up and grab them. Amen. I'm going for the some that believe. I don't know who they are. Sometimes you don't know. You just got to talk to everybody. Matthew 22, 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. In other words, everybody's called to be saved. Everybody is called. He's not willing that any should perish. He wants everybody to come to the knowledge of truth. Everybody's called to be saved, but only those that answer the call are chosen. Amen. Matthew 7, 13, that's why the Bible said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few 
who find it. I'm going, and my, what God has put in my heart, amen, is I want to go for the few. I want to go for the sum. I want to, God, show me the hungry hearts. Show me the ones that are ready to pick. Amen. The fruit that are ready to harvest. Praise God. Show me those people. Amen. But help me to be liberal with my... With my light and my salt and the word of God, the seed, help me to throw it out there. And Paul said he did everything he could just to win some. 1 Corinthians 9, 19. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. See, he's all about winning people to God. And to the Jews I became as a Jew that I might win the Jews. To the, those who are under the law as under the law that I might win those under the law. To those who are without law as without law, not being without law toward God, but under the law toward Christ, that I might win those that are without the law. To the weak I became as weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that by all means I might save some. Some. Amen. This is all worth it for some. Amen. I believe Jesus would have died for just one person because one soul is worth more than the whole world. Amen. So when hell loses one, it's a big deal. It's just one out of billions. Oh, no, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And one plus one plus one plus one, and then we got tens of hundreds of Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of ones put together, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, now this I do for the gospel's sake. We're doing all we're doing for the gospel's sake. Amen. Now my text verse said, some... On some have compassion, making a difference. You know, you could just tell some people about the cross, how Jesus loved you and he died for you, and that make, that's, that's enough to make the difference for them, and they're going to make a move. But some people, they need a little bit more to convince them. And he said, on others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the gar garment, Spotted by the flesh. On some, I got to go. I'm going to get busting through those gates. I got to reach into the fire and pull them out. Because I love them so much. Amen. Notice he said, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. We don't hate the people. We never hate the people. I don't care how wicked somebody is. I don't care how evil somebody is. I don't care what someone's done to you. We cannot hate people. Amen. We hate the garment of sin. We hate the sin, but not the sinner. Amen. God's love. Amen. Allows us to separate the sin from the sinner and the garment of sin from the person that's wearing it. God's compassion allows us to see a soul that's in desperate need of Jesus and not just a wicked, evil person. Because remember, the Bible said such were some of you. Maybe some of us were kind of mean before. Maybe some of us were unlovable. Maybe some of us wouldn't have come and witnessed to us when we were the way we were. Amen. I don't want to be that way. I want to share the love of God. So our mission and our purpose and our calling is to do what we can 
to see that the kingdom of hell loses as many souls as possible and the kingdom of God becomes greater in number. Amen. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. On some have, have compassion making a difference. And on others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Praise God. Hell lost another one. I'm so glad that, that I was one of those losses and one of heaven's gains. Praise God. Amen. Jesus broke the back of the enemy at Calvary. Jesus pulled the teeth out of the roaring lion of, at Calvary. Jesus, amen, gave us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shabbat, he means hurt us. Jesus said, amen, those that are with us are more than those that are with them. Jesus said, if God be for us, who can be against us? And Jesus said, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We have power. We don't have to give in to that spirit, that kingdom anymore. We are the power in this earth, amen, to bring it down. Satan, your kingdom's coming down. Amen, Jesus, your kingdom is growing up and going up. Hell lost another one. Amen. I'm so happy. Praise God. Amen. I'm so happy when that happens. Praise God. Like what that verse told us, that we're transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear Son. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hell lost another one. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.